You are now listening to the following program on the Mixed Kill Media Network. In a world that seems upside down, there is a man who uses his opinion as a weapon. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin McTaggart is this man. And this is the McTaggart Attack Podcast. Let's go. Hello. Hello and welcome. Welcome to the McTaggart Attack Podcast. I am Kevin McTaggart. Um, This is episode 25. The McTaggart Attack Podcast is um, put out to the masses by the uh, lovely people who run the Mixed Kill Media Network. Max and GW are two lovely guys and they do a lovely job running their podcast network. How do I know that? Because they made an announcement this week that, that they, they've expanded. They, they've, added, they've added a podcast to the network. It's a it's this guy, or he's this guy named Mike Gray, I believe, and he's going to be doing a solo podcast of him talking about stuff. We need more of those. I'm all in. I, they they asked me about it. Like, would you be okay about another guy doing a podcast where he just talks himself? And I'm, I'm I'd be like, yeah, sure, whatever. It's fine. More the merrier. We need more podcasts like this. I don't want to listen to a podcast and listen to a damn conversation between two people. You can do that in real life. Rather just do a podcast myself where it's just me talking. Like right now. Let's see. So this, as I mentioned, it's episode 25. Um, But you don't have to listen to them in any particular order. They're not it's not a to-be-continued type thing. Maybe it should be. <laughs> Maybe I should have cliffhanger endings on my podcast. Maybe that would be a good idea. Cliffhanger endings. It'd make you want to listen. Oh my god, what's going to happen next week? No, um, I, I don't want to do that. That takes too much thought and effort to do. I really just... I'm lucky if I come up with my topics for the podcast throughout the week you know sometimes I don't even have topics I just talk about stuff whatever's on my mind but I've written I've made it a point to write stuff down today or, or type stuff down things to talk about like oh behind the curtain you know I'll always talk about like mixed kill media first and I'll do the lovely guy thing because I think it's a great inside joke that nobody understands and then I'll always talk about the Facebook page and the Twitter account at the end I'll also talk about any shows that I'm going to be in so yeah but then there's that shit in the middle that has to be good content so we'll see um let's see what's pissing me off right now my car my car is pissing me off. Well, not really my car, but the people who tried to fix my car. You see, back in September, I was I went was driving home, and I decided to go get the mail from the mailbox. And I got the mail from the mailbox, but I apparently got too close to the mailbox because as I was backing up, I ripped off the front fender of the car. 
it didn't look that bad, so I didn't like get the insurance involved because it didn't look like that big of a deal. So I went to the dealership, which was at the time the car store. They've since they've since changed their name to Prime Subaru. Um, and the car store at the time, you know, they they fixed it. Um, they fixed that side, the pat the driver's side. And it seemed fine. Then in then in February, I noticed that like the right side was askew. But I didn't think much of it. I'm like, oh well, you know, the next time I go get an oil change, I'll I'll, I'll get it looked at, you know. So cut to yesterday. I'm driving home, or I'm driving. I'm actually driving up to Burlington yesterday afternoon after work and I stopped at the exit 4 gas station in Randolph to get a coffee because I had to be awake for my drive up to Burlington and I get my coffee and I'm walking back to the car and I noticed that the panel underneath the headlight of the passenger side is completely missing <laughs> It's where, like, the uh, fog light would go if my car was expensive enough to have fog lights. But my car is not expensive enough to have fog lights, so there's no fog lights. So I looked at that, and I'm just like, what the fuck is this? And there's nothing there. <laughs> there wasn't. There was nothing there. Then, like, I, I leave there, and I'm heading up to Burlington, and... I run over some shrapnel and I, I run over a piece of a car or something. Everybody's losing pieces of cars apparently on Interstate 89. And like, I thought I, I ruined my tire, but I didn't, so that was good. But really, I, I don't know when I lost it, when I lost that piece of the car. It, I remember seeing it on the car still, Friday night, at the Exit 7 Travel Center on 89, when I stopped again to get a coffee or was it a water might have been a water it was a water or a coffee I can't remember but like <clears throat> yeah it's the last time I remember looking at the front of my car because the next time I looked at the front of my car part of it was missing but I have an appointment with the dealership on Saturday so hopefully it gets resolved Hopefully. Can't make any damn promises. I might be talking about it again next week. But how it's fucking annoying. Plus I also. I just got my tax refund check. So yeah. Let's spend some money. That I didn't expect to spend. That's fantastic. <sighs> Let's see. What else is going on? Um, things are acting kind of fuzzy. On the computer end. Let's see something here gonna wait this might have been a bad idea nope it's fine we're okay we're all right we're right never mind as we were all right so yeah sell my car hopefully i'll give an update next week hopefully it's a good update so yeah that's what's pissing me off currently it's my stupid car it's not a stupid car i love my car it's a great car it's the stupid people that tried to fix my car as i as i said but hopefully the prime Subaru people are smarter than the car store people, even though they're the same employees that work there. So, 
we'll see. I do like Subarus though, so there's that. Another thing I wanted to talk about, I, I saw somebody, uh, this guy I know, uh, Lincoln Hayes, he does a movie podcast, and he and his uh, counterpart, uh, Tim Bridge, they do a they do a movie podcast, which they have not invited me on, which is fine, but still, they haven't invited me to be on it. I've, I told them I would like to be on it. I told them like a year ago that I would like to be on their podcast, and they haven't asked me to be on their podcast, which is fine. It's all right. I have a lot of movies that I could talk about. I'm a big movie fan, but they don't want to have me on their podcast, I guess. Anyway, Lincoln was watching Grumpy Old Men. And it reminded me that, oh my gosh, I needed to talk about the Grumpy Old Men movies on my podcast. Because those are great. Oh my gosh. Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon have to be one of the greatest comedic duos in history. Seriously, they're just great together. They were just great together. Oh my gosh. Just the back and forth and the chemistry they had was was amazing. And Grumpy Old Men, Grumpier Old Men. The movie they did when they were on the cruise ship. And they did Odd Couple 2. And I remember, I mean, I'd, saw, I'd seen Odd Couple after I saw the first Grumpy Old Men movie. And... This is still a line that makes me laugh, like, when Walter Matthau tells Jack Lemmon, These little notes you're leaving me. It took me four hours to figure out that F.U. stood for Felix Unger. <laughs> so, I still laugh whenever I think of that. But yeah, grumpy old men movies. Love them. Burgess Meredith was, was also a favorite part of those movies for me. He was great. As a grumpier, as, as Jack Lemmon's father. <laughs> That was good stuff. So yeah, it's actually full disclosure here. Um, putts and moron are actually the names my sister and I have for each other. For those of you wondering, I'm the moron. Moving on. Oh, this is a. I teased this next topic. Um that I that I want to talk about um, said that there were some rumors um, truth be told I made up those rumors myself um, as you see as part of one thing I do sometimes when I'm on stage is I, I'll, I'll be the hardcore comedy champion and I bring the I have a toy WWE belts and I put some duct tape and some magic marker and it says hardcore comedy champion on the belt <laughs> I feel like it makes me angrier sometimes but um I got pissed off about it last weekend um first of all GW Foley and I had some great Facebook live videos back and forth my good friend GW Foley they went off pretty well and he had challenged me for my hardcore comedy championship. And we had a, you know, so we had a challenge going on. But it was just between the two of us. And plus, my hardcore comedy championship isn't something that's on the line ever. He's the first, and possibly the last, person that I would defend the belt against. And I even told, yeah, no, it's, it's, so like, yeah. And, um... It was fine. Like, we had a deal where, like, 
GW would put his comedy explosion title on the line that he has from the contest that he does. He would give it to me if I made it to the finals, and I would give if I won if I won the finals, I would have gotten his hard his comedy explosion belt, and then if GW Foley had won comedy Thunderdome, I would have given him my uh, hardcore comedy championship. But neither of us won. And then the douchebag who came in second wanted to take a picture, saying, "Hey, I beat you for those belts," and I'm like, "They they weren't on the line against you. Shut up." And he was just a dick. Mike Cahill or Cal. Uh, he doesn't even pronounce his last name correctly. But it pissed me off. It did. Still pisses me off. Just think it doesn't piss me off as much as it did a couple days ago. But still, it still annoys me. So I try not to think about it. <sighs> so yeah. But, but I'm thinking. But I. I've been be I've been bringing the hardcore comedy championship on stage way too much lately, and I feel like it's more of a crutch and a burden more than anything else. So I'm here to announce that the uh, I'm I, I'm I'm cutting down on the number of times I will bring the hardcore comedy championship on stage. I can't use it all the time. I feel like I shouldn't use it all the time. I may not use it at all anymore. I'm not sure. I will use it. Whenever I feel like I need to. I may use it at a show I have coming up, which I'll talk about at the end of this podcast. So, But I'm just here to announce that I'm not going to be the hardcore comedy champion that much anymore. I'm limiting it. Because I don't feel like I need it anymore. I want to prove to myself that I don't need it anymore. But I'll still have it around. It's still rolling around. It's not like I'm not, I'm retiring it. That's not what's happening. It's just that, like, I'm going to limit the number of times I actually use it. Because I kind of get tired of looking it around all the time, so. We'll see what happens. See what happens. Um, what are your thoughts? Should I still do the Hardcore Company Champion thing? Let me know. If you're listening to this podcast, tell me what you think I should do. Te- seriously, some one way or another, say it to my face, tweet it, Facebook message me, tell me something. Because it's really just a thing, as I said, it's just something I made that's funny. That's like, It's not a belt I ever intended to defend. I never thought about defending it. I actually got a little defensive when I was thinking, oh my god, do I have to defend this? What if I lose it? What if I lose the belt that like I created because I never won any comedy competitions? That would be demoralizing. I'd have to make a new belt for something else. The angry comedy champion. But that sounds lamer. Hardcore sounds better. I don't know. What else was I going to talk about? I've, I've talked about that enough. If you if you give me, tell me your thoughts of, on anything you hear in this podcast. Um, let's see. Another thing I wanted to talk about. Is there anything else I wanted to talk about? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I want to talk about this. Like... <coughs> Next topic I'm bringing up. Um, hmm. 
this has to do with music. This is a, a Pearl Jam. I've been a big Pearl Jam fan since 1995. Um, I think Phytology was the first CD of theirs that I bought. I was sheltered, okay? G give me a break. I didn't buy much music until I was in college, which I think is a perfectly fine time to buy music. And I had a um, guy who lived two doors down from me my freshman year in 94 was a, listened to a lot of Pearl Jam songs. So in 95, I thought, well, maybe I'll give this band a try. So I did, fell in love. Like I said, Vitalogy was the first one I bought. Then I got 10 and Verses to listen to those because that's all they had at the time. And like, you know, I was all in. I was all in. And they've given me great comfort and joy and made me feel pretty good. I, I, I couldn't imagine my life without being a Pearl Jam fan. And this year they were they were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The ceremony was actually uh, last Friday. Um, David Letterman, I think, inducted them because Neil Young was sick. But I haven't watched it yet. I'm going to. I'll wait until it's on HBO. But I wanted to say something about it. I think I've talked about this before on one of these episodes. But uh, it's great that they're in the Hall of Fame. But it's like, I'm not that excited about it. I'm like, okay, fine, good. Because like them being in the Hall of Fame is fine. It's good. They, de they deserve the accolade. But it doesn't affect my love for them anyway. <laughs> you know, I was really just more concerned about what songs they performed at the ceremony. And I think they played a live Given the Fly. I think they, I read that they dedicated that to Michael J. Fox and they ended it with Better Man. So, sounded like a good three song set. So, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll always love them. And whether they're in the Hall of Fame or not, it doesn't really matter. Mostly because I think all Hall of Fames are bullshit. Hall of Fames are stupid. Not a big fan. I think they're ridiculous. I think they're just to make has-beens feel good about themselves again. <laughs> I did have a funny comment. Uh, Peter Pardo did. Uh, he commented on my status. I put a Facebook status explaining that. He said, that just means that they're old and they're going to die soon. And I told him, I hope you die soon. He's still alive, though. So He's still alive. Get it? It's a Pearl Jam song reference that nobody understands. It's fine. But yeah. No, I'm... Hall of Fames are bullshit. I really don't care about who gets into the Hall of Fame. I used to root about who wouldn't get into the Hall of the NFL Hall of Fame. I rooted a long time for Chris Carter not to get in, and then he got in. Then I had to pick somebody else to get in, and I'm like, or not to get in, like, I'm like, all right, I'll pick Warren Sapp, and he got in the same year that Chris Carter got in. So, like the year that I knew Chris Carter was going to get in, I picked Warren Sapp, and Warren Sapp got in on the first ballot. He was a great player, but he's clearly not a Hall of Fame human being. But I mean, it's still just a stupid argument anyway. I hate the Hall of Fame. <sighs> kind of reminds me of a Twitter war I had with Jonathan Coachman a couple years ago. He of 
ESPN and WWE fame. Like, he was talking about how long the speeches were on NFL and they had to be too long. Like, he mentioned how the WWE Hall of Fame has, you know, they time their speeches. And I'm like, they're not the same thing. First of all, with the NFL Hall of Fame, at least the, the writers vote in the players. The WWE Hall of Fame, there's no election. <laughs> there's a, hey, are you available to be a Hall of Famer this year? That's It's, who does Vince want to be, who does Vince McMahon want to be in the Hall of Fame this year? I think is basically what it is. It's stupid. So yeah, Jonathan Coachman got mad at me about my comments. He mentioned my name twice on his crappy Sunday morning radio show three years ago. But I think he's a douchebag anyway. Especially if he's going to defend that bully JBL. Yeah, I want to talk about that too. There have been a lot of accusations about JBL lately. John Bradshaw Layfield former professional wrestler, now announcer for SmackDown, but I guess there was a lot of bullying antics that he did behind the scenes, and he's defended it by saying, I play a bad guy. I'm like, yeah, you play a bad guy on camera. <laughs> There's a difference. Plus, we live in an age now where bullying isn't cool anymore. So damn annoying. So yeah, I doubt anything will happen to JBL. I doubt he'll lose his job, but we'll see. Who knows? Uh, let's see. What else do I want to talk about? Oh, uh, I think I mentioned, this is another update. Um, I mentioned a few weeks ago that I had two friends who were battling cancer. My friend John Suzuki was recently diagnosed with um, multiple myeloma, I believe, and he's been in the hospital with treatment, um, but I think he's doing okay, so that's good. He's, he's, I mean, he's not out of the woods, but I mean, he's reacting well to treatment. And Then I had another friend that I think I talked about, my friend Tim Cronin, who... who had stage 4 colon cancer he got cancer for the second time and he posted on Facebook today that his doctor reported him as cancer free so I'm like that's awesome it's two times now he's beaten that terrible fucked up disease I mean why can't we just spend more money on curing shit like that instead of caring about what bathroom we use <laughs> you know or who marries who. We need to get our goddamn priorities in order. That's ridiculous, if you ask me. Goddamn ridiculous. Oh! Oh, I totally forgot. I really... Alright. This is good that I mention it now anyway. So, um... I didn't do this last week because I forgot to ask anybody. But, um... It's time for the weekly, uh... What pisses you off segment. Um... And I had asked my sister in honor of Siblings Day this week. It's siblings Day. Stupidest goddamn day. Seriously. All days are stupid. 
Do we even need to like call things days anymore? Why don't we have douchebag day or asshole day or I'm a total jerk day or something like that? I mean, if we're gonna have sibling day, we may as well have um, punch a guy in the face day or something. I don't know. It's just dumb. But my sister and I, we don't acknowledge each other at all on Facebook. Really. So, like, we certainly don't, we especially don't do it on Sibling Day. If anything, we talk about how stupid Sibling Day is. <coughs> Back to what I was originally going to talk about. I, I had asked my sister to give me a thing to that, that annoys her for um, the, the my What Pisses You Off segment. And she had too many to pick from. So then I went to my dad and I'm like, well, what pisses you off? And he's like, pennies. Why do we need pennies anymore? And that's exactly right. Why the fuck do we need pennies anymore? They are totally useless. You don't buy anything with pennies. You can't buy anything with pennies. You can't buy a goddamn thing with pennies. They're totally useless. And another thing he brought up was like, why are gas prices like, why is it a dollar fifty nine point nine cents, nine tenths of a cent? What what the hell? What the hell is that all about? Why not just round up? Ridiculous. So pennies are stupid. And why don't they round up at the gas station? What is the point of that? But pennies, pennies are totally useless. I I don't I hate pennies. All they do is collect dirt and dust and you can't buy anything with them anymore be nice it would be nice if we lived in a society where we could buy stuff for pennies but now pennies are so useless because we don't have a there's nothing that we can buy with them that's how sad it is that's that's a perfect pennies are a perfect example of what everything that's wrong with society because we can't buy anything with pennies anymore like you know we can't take out 62 cents and buy something for 62 cents. We can't buy a gallon of gas for 59 cents and take out 59 cents. It's stupid. We can't buy anything with pennies anymore. It's sad. I want to live in a world where we can buy things with pennies again. Ridiculous. Um, let's see. What else am I talking about here? I have anything else? So yeah, that was what pisses you off. Maybe someday I'll get that sponsored by something. Who knows? We'll see. Alright, so um, upcoming shows. I think I have three shows coming up, actually. I have Totally Inappropriate on April 22nd at the Metronome. Club Metronome in Burlington at like 8 o'clock. That's uh, Mecca's show. That's next Saturday. Wow. That's, I might do the Hardcore Comedy Champion thing there. It depends. I just don't really feel like being the Hardcore Comedy Champion right now. I think I need to take a break. I'll still be my normal angry self. I'm just saying the Hardcore Comedy Champion will not be there. Sorry, but I'll still be there and it'll be just as good. I just need to take a break. 
I've lost my smile with the Hardcore Comedy Championship. Then I think in the third week in May, I think, is the movie roast that I'm going to be doing. I'll be a guest on the movie roast again with Pierre Vachon, G.W. Foley, and Ryan Kenyon. I don't know what the movie is yet. We find They're doing the movie roast for this month on Saturday, and that's when they pick the movie for May. So I'll find out hopefully sometime this weekend what the movie is. So that's cool. Um, also, I think it's April 26th. I'm on I'm in on the spot at the Vermont Comedy Club. I think it's me and 15 other comedians. We I don't have to prepare anything for this show. It's great. It's like they put the topics, they put your set list on the screen and you do whatever that topic is. So that's cool. I'm looking forward to that cuz I don't have to prepare. I hate preparing. So, all right. Let's see what else. The last two things of the day that I'll talk about are um, the Facebook page for the McTaggart Attack podcast. I think I'm up to 115 likes now. I only need 885 more to get to 1,000. Or 1885 to get to 2,000. Come on, people, help me out. Look up the McTaggart Attack podcast on Facebook and like it. Um, I'm, I think I'm going to have to start being more interactive on that. I'm going to have to post more on that page, I think. I should probably post something on that page every day. Probably a good idea. Like I'll post something tonight. And Friday, Saturday. When, well, on Saturday, I hope to post that episode 25 is available. And the last thing I'll talk about is the Twitter account. Two Twitter accounts, actually. There's the Twitter account for Mix Kill Media, which has about 2,500 followers right now. Follow it at, uh, at Mix Kill Media. Yeah, that's what it is. And also follow me. I have over 50,000 followers on Twitter. Um, at Kev McTee. Um, so you can enjoy that. Um, I have to go take a dump. So I'm going to call the, uh, the uh, podcast over. Oh, never mind. It's fast. But yeah, still I'm going to put an end to the podcast today. I hope you all enjoyed it, except for the last part where I mentioned that I had to take it down. That's more something that GW Foley would do on his podcast. I don't like to talk about shit like that on my podcast. See what I did there? Have a good night, everybody. Where the fuck is the stop button?